Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we're discussing dating and change. Okay, peeps, as some of you know, I tried online dating again. I'd had a two-year hiatus, not four, two-year hiatus from dating because I found it extremely annoying. And I'm like, I don't do annoying well. I'm like, and I don't do drama well. So it's like the whole dating thing, I just didn't do well. Now, I will say in the cases of what went wrong, I do not mind myself for this, although maybe I should, but I'm like, there were some big red flags that happened. And I was like, those red flags were not my fault. They were the other party's party's fault. So I'm like, that was not my fault. But I'm like, it still was unpleasant enough that I was just like, shut the door, close it, don't do this. But recently I was going, I live in a beautiful place. I'm surrounded by amazing views of the planet. The food, the atmosphere, everything is so wonderful. It would be nice to share it with someone. And it's kind of funny because I was doing a lesson with one of my regular students and he's in his 50s. He's a professional harmonica player from Japan. Awesome guy. I love doing lessons with him. But anyway, he was talking and there's one picture of this woman in a train in one of our describing picture section. He's like, I'm going to describe this. And this woman is young and beautiful and happy. And you know, the only thing that would make this picture better is she looks so happy and like, she's so full of joy about her life. She needs someone else to share it with her. And I'm like, I didn't say this to my, my student, but I'm going, well, maybe she's tried that and it didn't work out because people have all these caveats to share their lives with her. But I was like, Anna, bite your tongue, bite your tongue, bite your tongue now. <laughs> but I'm like, that's what I find difficult about dating. Cause it was like, I think it was actually on Curia this week. Cause I'm like, I have never answered a question on Curia in my life, but this week I was in one of those moods, which I rarely get in, but I'm going, I have to go check and make sure ants are not eating my bread. I'll be right back. Okay. I put the bread up so it will not get eaten by ants. But anyway, I was on Curia this week and somebody had posted a question that had remained unanswered. I'm like, I will answer this question. Not that I have the answer, but I have some statistical data I can add to Peoria. (laughs) But anyway, the thing that the person asked was, why do people want to change other people in a relationship? And I was like, you know, as someone who has experienced this multiple times, now, let me put it this way. It's like I put on Peoria. I was like, when I am considering dating someone, it does not occur to me to change that person in any way, shape or form or to change their life or to change anything about them. It just really doesn't enter my frontal lobe. So I'm like, I don't really think about change people. I think of them as they are existing now, which recently this caused some difficulty because like when things kind of fell apart with the person I met for coffee, they were like, you didn't ask me about what would happen after I moved halfway across the world. And I'm like, it never really occurs to me to ask someone what will happen after they say they're going to do something or to say, have you thought about maybe not moving halfway across? I mean, that didn't even cross my frontal lobe, which again, maybe it's just because I'm slightly autistic and I haven't been tested yet, but I'm like, I'm guessing I'm slightly autistic because this never really, I was like, when that happened, I was going, 
I never really thought about asking about XYZ. But as I'm writing this career post, I'm like, you know, it's funny, basically, you should bring this up because I have dated very minimally in my life. And to put this in perspective, I'm like, I have a very good job, very solid career. Life is very so. I mean, my living conditions are a little flexible right now because I'm traveling to try to figure out where I'm going to be. And I'm like, you know, for the most part, everything's solid. But I'm like, the thing I found interesting is, and I'm like, you know, I'm meeting people who maybe because they're slightly older than me, I'm going, it could be maybe it's your situation too. Like, if you're meeting someone who's older than you, maybe they think they need to change your life because you're younger and therefore they think it's a teachable moment. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I don't really think we should date someone to educate them. I'm like, I don't need to be educated by my potential partner. And I certainly don't want to educate them because I figure life is too short to spend it teaching people. I mean, I teach people for a living, but I get paid for that. I'm like, I'm not going to teach someone when I'm at home, you know, resting on the couch, watching The Big Bang Theory or a Thai drama. But anyway, I was like, you know, I think it could have to do with dating people who are older. But I'm like, I'm not entirely sure that's the, the, the whole thing, because I'm like, sometimes I think, especially when people are looking for the prospective mates. A lot of times you will ask someone like, what are you looking for in a mate? And they were like, I want someone who will desperately love me. Or I want someone who will give me financial security. Or I want someone to have children with. I'm like, these are usually the things that people say when they talk about what they're looking for in a person. But I think a lot of times it's like, that's what people say on the surface but if you dig deep down in their psyche it's like they're like i have this cookie cutter mold of a person i want and i'm going to cram it on to the person who i think might fit that mold if i shove the mold on hard enough and i'm like maybe this works for a lot of people because i'm like i have seen in certain situations a couple of women i've known who it's like they started dating their boyfriend and they literally changed their entire life to fit this person. I mean, so much to the point that you really couldn't tell who they were before because they had altered, they had given up on their dreams, their goals, their hopes, their ambitions, and done everything they could to make this person happy with them. And I'm like, I'm not even saying that's wrong. If that person was supposed to be their person, maybe that's what worked for them. But I am saying it was very hard to see people completely morph and shift into really just like a female version of their boyfriend. I'm going, there's no diversity, there's no individuality in this. There's only like this, and I do believe like when you become in a relationship and it's a good relationship and it's a lifelong relationship, you do become like the better house of a whole, of course. But I don't think you lose your individuality in that process, because if you lose who you are as a person, how on earth can you be who you need to be for your other half? I mean, I, I just don't know how that works. So it's like, you know, I don't know, but I really, I think that could be a problem because I'm going, maybe the rest of the world 
other than Anna and other people who think like me, I'm like, um, and maybe it's easier for them. I mean, really, it could be, but I'm like, maybe they really do have this cookie cutter mold that they're like, this is my person. I am going to put this onto this person and change them into this human being. And I'm like, I don't have the time nor the energy nor the inclination to want to change someone. And I really have, I'm a very stubborn person and it's like, I have spent the last three years of my life getting to this point in my life where like I am financially stable. I have a great job that I can work anywhere in the world. I have a really good lodging situation. I mean, it's temporary, but it won't be forever. And I'm like, and everything in this world is bloody temporary for like, like this, like, and I'm like, you know, I have a great college and it's being paid for. I'm like, I don't have to worry about all this. So I'm going, I have spent my entire life getting to this point. And about the time that someone who I barely know and meet for coffee is trying to change my entire life, it's not going to go well. I'm like, you know, I think that it's good to maybe suggest things if you see something as a better way, but trying to morph and change someone that you barely know is probably not the best of decisions for Anna's personality because it's like, I will entrench myself and become like an immovable blob that's like danger. Someone is trying to alter my life in a negative way who barely knows me. This is really bad. And also I sit there and go, what kind of person do I want my kids to be around? Because I do plan on having kids, not bio kids, because that's probably not going to be possible. But I'm like, I want them to be around someone who is very awesome and open-minded and loves life. And I'm really not seeing that in the people that I have met so far. Now, I'm not saying that they don't exist because it's like, I did take down my dating profiles, which I would do another podcast deal on for you guys to listen to and find out what I found out about Bumble and Hinge and OkCupid this time around. But I'm like, I did take down my dating profiles because I've decided my problem is not that I don't like relationships. That's not it at all. It's like I came to the epiphany here a couple of days ago that I was like, you know, Anna, you would be perfectly fine in a relationship, but you hate the dating process because there is so much doubt and insecurity in it that it totally throws me off and stresses me out. Now, if I had known someone for a while and we got along really well and they liked me as I was, and I obviously liked them as they are, I would have no problem being in a relationship with them. No problem at all. But the whole ambiguity of dating, the fact that you're supposed to flirt with people you barely know, which is never going to happen with me, that is a problem for Anna. So I'm like, I came to the epiphany, I'm going, that's why I've always never had a problem with arranged marriage. I'm like, a lot of people in the Western culture have a huge problem with arranged marriage. I'm like, I have no problem with arranged marriage because as long as you're going to meet the person, as long as you know them for a while, I would have no problem marrying them. And if something goes ballistically wrong, you can always divorce for the best for both parties. I'm like, it's not like there are not ways around that. And hopefully you could sort out your differences without divorcing. I'm like, you know, that would be nice. But I'm going, that's my problem with online dating because I hate how people try to change you when they barely know you. 
And I'm like, I would not want to change the person because I've thought about this several times because I'm going every time something has gone wrong with a potential relationship on the dating app, I have broken it off. But I'm going, I have broken it off because I know that I do not want to change their life and their life's direction. And I also know they really want to change my life and my life's direction. So I'm like, that's why I've broken off because I'm going, I really want the best for everyone that I meet. I'm going, I am obviously not the best or you would not be trying to change my life. And I know I am not the best for you because you want to do X and I don't want to do X. And this is not going to be a good fit for us long term. And also I sit there and go, these are not the kind of people who I want to be the din dad to our kids. I'm like, no, they're not din dad material. They're, you know, I don't know. Someone else is perfect. There we go. Would you say it that way? So I'm going, that's what I found out. Now, I did find it interesting because I was reading a couple articles online. One was by a woman who was actually way more angsty than I am after the dating experience because she's like, flirting is annoying, especially if you're doing it with people you're not familiar with. Now, I will say, if you were in theory with your person for a long while, I can totally see flirting with them because they're your person and they know you and you know them. Although I will say my idea of flirting is totally different from most Western ideas of flirting. It's like my idea of flirting would be to get them an Eclipse hoodie, which I do not expect them to wear in public, but they would know that I got that hoodie for them because I think it has special meaning and they would understand the meaning behind it. and probably think that's a cool thing. I mean, it might take some getting used to for them, but I'm like, they would get the hoodie thing. And I'm like, or sitting with them on the couch after knowing them for like literally six months to a year and going, would you like to watch The Untamed? Which means that I think our relationship would last like, you know, 45, 45 minute episodes of a Chinese drama that would probably require subtitles for them, maybe, unless they spoke fluent Mandarin, and then it would not require subtitles. But I'm like, about martial arts, which I'm going, that has a bit of BL in it too. So I'm like, it would take a strange person to want to date me. But I'm going, they would never be bored. They really wouldn't. I'm like, I'm always doing something interesting. I'm going, that is my idea of flirting with someone. I'm like, Eclipse hoodie. The untamed 45 minute episodes for like, you know, 45 episodes. And if I felt particularly flirtatious on rainy days, there would be warm hot pockets in their pockets of their coat. I'm like, and this is why I probably won't ever date. <laughs> I'm going, yeah, yeah, I'm a weird one. But anyway, I'm like, it occurred to me here about two days ago, I'm like, I like my life. The whole point of me trying to date is because I really like life. And I'm like, it's so wonderful. It's so beautiful. It would be wonderful to share it with this. My student pointed out with a woman in the train going on her adventure. I'm like, it would be so cool to share this with someone. But I'm also sitting there going, People want to share everything with caveats. And I'm going, I guess maybe I have my own caveats in the fact that I don't want to like alter my life for someone that I've just met off for coffee. I'm like, I'm kind of like the the story about the, with a song called, um, 
life was a willow where they say, you know, I'm okay with you wrecking my plans if you're the right person. But I'm like, I'm not okay with you just meeting me and saying, I want to just wreck your plans. I'm like, that is not a good way to, you know, try to speak to me as a humanoid. But I'm going, I was sitting there two days ago and I'm like, the profiles are going down. Now, I am still talking to a person I met on Hinge. They're very nice. And, like, I really don't know where that's all going to lead. And at this point, I'm like, maybe, even if we're just able to be friends, I'm like, the world, I'm good with having more friends. I'm like, and I met a couple people on Bumble who I'm like, we're never probably going to ever date, but we're friends and we chat about things that we find interesting, not romantically at all. But I'm like, it's weird. But sometimes you meet people in the most odd ways and it's like, it's okay. I'm like, it's a weird world. But I'm going, I was sitting here about two days ago and I'm like, I like life. I like life right now. Everything is really good right now. I'm like, I was sitting there going, the whole dating thing is really just an emotional, stressful drain. And I don't think that's what it's supposed to be if it's really supposed to happen. So I'm like, I'm done with the dating apps. I'm not going to try that again. I'm like, now I'm not saying I will not date someone sometime in the future. It could happen if they don't try to like put a box on me or, you know, say something that makes me come terribly unhinged which takes a lot for me but it happens on occasion i'm like yeah it can happen you can say something that can make me come unhinged like um blade runner being your favorite sci-fi movie or the terrible orc in lord of the rings um being your favorite character like that that happened on couple of dating apps. I was like, I've never really ghosted people, but I really didn't have a good answer for that one. So I was like, goodbye. Silence. Silence is a good answer. But anyway, I'm going, life is good. If someone is supposed to share this life with me, and I'm supposed to share their life with them, it will work out. And I am done trying to make sure that I'm not missing the person I'm supposed to be there for because I'm like that's really the whole bloody point of all of this and I'm like I have done that I have tried that twice I'm not saying it hasn't been at all educational because I have learned a lot through the process I have learned a lot about I really didn't think I had a type but I certainly know I have a non-type I'm like that I know now and I'm like life is Good, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're in a relationship with someone, whether you're not. I'm like, I'm happy the way I am. Now, I'm not saying it's like, I love having a roommate. I really like that. I'm like, and I probably wouldn't, and I know having a roommate is totally different than having a relationship with someone. I, I do completely understand that. But what I'm saying is, I do like sharing my life with people, and I don't mind living around other people. Because I was a little worried after... Bob left and started life on her own, I was like, maybe I would have a hard time being with people in relationships or in cohabitation because I'm very insular by nature. But I'm like, I have no problem with that. As long as they're nice people who don't mind my quirky habits, which involve usually me teaching at weird hours of the day quietly. So I'm like, and 
cooking food because I really like to cook like ramen and stuff, which nobody in my room group has really minded. So I'm going, you know, I'm good with having people in my life. What I'm not good with is having people who I barely know come into my life and say, I like this part of you, but I want you to change everything else about you. I'm like, that's a really bad way to try to get somebody. And the other thing I've noticed is I'm like, no offense to these people, but I'm like, there might be a reason why they're still on a dating app and they're still single. Because I'm like, I don't think most people probably like having this happen to them. Now, I will say I am still single and I was on the dating app, but I really haven't dated until I was literally 30 years old because it was not possible before then for various reasons. So I'm like, that was my reason for not dating. And now that I am able to date, I'm like, the thing that I realize is I am fully aware of my own value. I don't need someone in my life to prove that to me. And I think maybe in part because I am aware of my own value, I'm not going to put up with a lot of junk or bad behavior from people who might think it's okay to treat others a certain way. And also I'm saying they're going, I also am fully aware that I am very different than most women. I don't flirt. I really don't like the whole dating process. I really don't worry too much whether I'm alone or whether I'm with someone. I mean, I will be honest, there are times when I sit there and go, it would be so nice to share this with someone or to wake up in the morning and make two cups of coffee instead of one. I'm like, if they liked coffee, which if they liked tea, I'd be happy to make two cups of tea. But I'm like, that would be kind of nice to have someone there for the journey. Like they say, and it reminds me of, for those of you who have seen Vice Versa, the way that Talay looks at his relationships, like he's like, I'm single by choice in the same way as Talay, because he's like, you know, I really don't need someone there. And I love how Poon in the story is like, yes, but wouldn't it be nice to have a buddy? I'm like, a Poon in my life would probably be a good thing. But also I'm going, Poons are hard to come by in this world. So I'm like, if I spend my entire life without a Poon in my life, I'm like, or like, I don't remember, but I'm really like to lay in except I'm not whiny, like Tilly can be, and vice versa. And I'm also really like, um, what's my favorite Tyveel series, and I cannot think of the name, um, Nanon's character in Bad Buddy. It's been a long week, peeps. I've been working like literally nine and a half to ten hour days. But anyway, Nanon's character in Bad Buddy, Pran, 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 yes, Pran. Pran. I'm really like Pran. So it's like, it would probably be really healthy to have someone who is like a poon or a um, pat in my life and for me to be there for them because it would balance each other out. But I'm like, if that doesn't happen, I'm still going to have a good life and I'm not going to regret it. It's like, no, not at all. But I do think I would regret spending any more time on a dating app because I find it annoying and it's a time waster and it doesn't seem productive at all, at least for me. For other people, it might be the best thing that ever happened. They might meet the love of their life that way. And I haven't ruled it out entirely. I'm like, it's possible. 
it could happen in some weird way, but if it doesn't, it's okay too. So that is my podcast on change. And I'd be very curious to know, like the people who are listening to this, if you would like to drop us a line. I do not remember our podcast email, but my email is rosesoutofthesnow at gmail.com. You can message me there. I do get those emails and I do check them quite regularly. The email for this podcast, I check only on like a quarterly basis because I'm very absent-minded. But I would be very curious to know your online dating experiences, to know like, did you have a similar situation? Did people try to change you in relationships? And I'm not against change, don't get me wrong. We all need to change for the better, become better versions of ourselves with each passing year. But I'm like, massive changes, like those kinds of things. I would just be curious to know your bent on it. And also like how you have navigated that whole situation. Like maybe your situations were much easier much better navigated. I'd love to hear about it. Check it at the round table. Bye.